What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 229. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Uh, today we got my friends on, the Viper Brothers, out of Howard County, Maryland. Uh, they are a cover band that uh, I often hire for uh, the podcast events and some parties and uh, stuff like that. Real solid band, covering a lot of 90s tunes and uh, beyond. I've been friends with their drummer, Jason, for uh, many years, playing hockey together, and uh, we decided we'd get an episode going here once and for all. Um, kind of all gathered around the campfire the other night. We also had Josh and Matt and Adam join us, the other members of the band, and uh, we kind of talked about all sorts of stuff. Uh, definitely went off the rails more than a few times. Uh, it was pretty fun. Definitely cracked a few beers and uh, had a few laughs. So if you are friends or fans of theirs, hopefully uh, you get a laugh or two out of it as well. And uh, yeah, regardless, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting local music and all that stuff. Uh, It's definitely appreciated. Uh, You can find the guys uh, playing tomorrow night, Fishhead Cantina, just south of Baltimore in Arbutus. Uh, I believe they go on in the evening. So definitely check their socials for more updates on that and their shows in general. But, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, you yourself are doing good wherever you're listening in from. Uh, weather's starting to get real, real nice now. Moving into fall, which is cool. And personal news and notes, I usually mention that there's a Shopify store, which uh, we have uh, T-shirts for podcasts available. Uh, part-time Rockstar Productions is also going. Um, if you're in the DMV, we're doing a shoot October 18th at the Hangar Studio uh, in Columbia, Maryland. And uh, we do a bunch of cheap videos there. All pro shot, multi-angle, and all that stuff. I should also mention uh, I will be playing the Hollow Truce, uh, Rockville, uh, Seven Locks Brewing. That'll be tomorrow night as well, 6 to 9, Friday. I have a little Oktoberfest. And then uh, the sponsor of the show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of Laurel, Maryland. Uh, if your guitars are beat up and need some attention, definitely take them over there and Steven will hook it up. Without uh, any further rambling, we'll get to the Viper Brothers rambling here for a good solid two hours. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, see you next time. Lovely place. Hey, thank you. Yeah, we uh, we had deer here. There was a snake I caught that was about a four and a half footer, nice. right back, right behind where you are. It's a black rat snake, one of the most common snakes in Maryland, yeah. and um, just making its way up to a baby bird nest in that tree right there. And I said, "Not on my watch." So, my homestead. <laughs> that has not happened here. Hell yeah! I grabbed it and disposed of it down the street. Then he ate. Yeah, <laughs> and then I said, "No freeloaders, get out of here, you birds!" Threw that nest right on the ground. Yeah, we are here, out in the sticks, out in the hills of Howard County, somewhere, undisclosed location. That 
We are not at the Viper Bros Den or the Viper Den, though. That's right. Correct. We're in the Viper Pit because there's a fire pit. Yeah. Maybe. We've got a lot of Viper designations in this band. It's kind of become like old school Batman. We'll just make stuff up. Yeah. Did you grab the Viper whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> We've got the Viper fridge. Nice. He's got uh, the Viper board, like soundboard. I mean, what else do we have? The Viper bin. The, our, our tote bins with all our cords and stuff. I gotta go take a Viper piss. Yeah. Uh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks for keeping it clean. But yeah, I figure we can go around the fire and just introduce everybody right quick. Uh, that's cool. To my right, we got Jason. Yeah, I'm Jason. State your name and your purpose. I play drums in the Viper Brothers. My purpose. My name's Jock. I play guitar and sing in the Viper Brothers. My name's Matt. I play guitar in the Viper Brothers. And your fourth member is Ethan. Adam. No. Adam. We can see his house from here. He's my okay. next door neighbor. He had a bit of a COVID scare this week, so I think out of uh yeah. I could have run a mic into his house then. <laughs> you could have done we could have done that, or he could have stayed six feet away. Yeah. yeah. Shouted loud. Could have picked it up. Yeah. Got the wireless mics or whatever we needed. You know. Next time. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Well, let's see. Let's see how this first time goes. Before we start talking about <laughs> next time we're in the part time yeah. Rockstar podcast. You could. Yeah, exactly. Could get canceled. Band could break up. Yeah. Anything's possible. We could cause this podcast to go down, too. This episode could, you could be out of the Yeah. I've heard that before, and I'll probably hear it again. So, I mean, if you guys can pull it off by by all means, we'll try our Viper best. Um, probably won't hurt. Probably won't hurt the ratings. So, there's not a lot of ratings to be had in the big to begin with. So, you know, no uh, no bad presses, bad press moment. But uh, yeah, actually, wasn't sure what was on the agenda tonight. We're here for you. Um, you're in you're in a cover band too, so we'd like to you know uh, I think we got some mutual topics that we can talk through about okay. what we are. I guess we should maybe start by explaining to people what we are and what we do because they're they're thinking okay these three I hear these three sexy voices coming through the microphone on this on this world renowned podcast. <laughs> it's th- these guys have got to be the greatest band in the history of the world, and we probably are one of the premier. Can you all hear my eyes rolling? No. <laughs> probably are one of the premier cover bands in the western howard county area <laughs> one of the top one 10. of the top 15 probably. yeah we got to be in the top 20 at least yeah yeah, yeah. i'd say so you guys yeah. been working your way up the ladder here Something, for a couple of years now yeah, i mean it's you know it's sort of like winter stays on but yeah we are a we're a cover band which i know you don't have a lot of cover bands on this podcast so they, not always but i don't discriminate and okay. sometimes there's like some confusion about that and i always just say well a band's a band well we're here to set the record so. straight tonight but thank you for having us on um but yeah we're a, we're a cover bands we play primarily 90s 2000s type stuff music that we like listening to music that we kind of grew up listening to i don't think we're afraid to venture beyond those bounds but that's kind of like our home base where we stick to um, I'd say sort of high, higher energy, higher tempo stuff is kind of our bread and butter. But <laughs> whether the song was supposed to be or not, that's yeah, exactly. Right. And that was our drama thing. <laughs> <laughs> with the electronic kit, most of the time too. Yeah, well, that, we always practice with the electronic kit. Um, that was a uh, 
a surprise to me that I would go that far in terms of using it more than my acoustic kit, but it's just so easy. Um, what we are now is really a product of COVID. Um, we were mm. we Born, together for conce that? conceived in the COVID womb. <laughs> yeah, I mean, By the way, has anybody really ever seen a virus? While we're talking that subject, did we? <laughs> Go on, Nate. I mean, interrupt. Go different ahead. Podcast. Different podcast. <laughs> We've been playing together for 10 years almost in various ways. Um, I met Adam at work and we started jamming and then Matt came along and started singing and playing with us. And then like a year later, Josh joined us and we used to play like once a week or so, maybe once every two weeks at my house. And back then we called ourselves Nailed It. Um, because but if we finished the song at the same time, then we would say we nailed it. We'd move on to the next song. Never worried about getting better or anything like that. We just were doing it to have fun, drink beer, and yeah. hang out. And then Josh went away for a while. We all had little kids. Um, and then in 2020, in the height of COVID, Josh returned to the United States, and we decided to start doing it again. After a covert mission? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Black ops and CIA. Well, it's not too much about it. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and we started to try to take ourselves seriously, but we weren't sure what to do in terms of where to practice. Well, that was your was, first mistake. No one was, <laughs> <laughs> no one was really uh, like willing to have people over their houses. People's wives, families weren't really sure about anything. So we started practicing outside at everyone's house. And to do that, we we kind of conjured up this quiet practice idea where we'd had a, a mixing board. Everyone went into the board and everyone had headphones on. And we could do that like at my house, outside on the deck, apart from each other. But um, my kids asleep in the house. And Josh bellowing throughout the neighborhood <clears throat> is the only thing you could really hear out of it. And that Holy fuck. Ow. God damn. Hopefully that was caught on the podcast. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fire. Our podcast almost died. Yep. Fire pit exploded. If you have any medical bills, you can send those to the Metro Brothers. Oh, let's make sure cool. the board and the laptop are okay, which seems like they're fun. Hot ash around here now. Interesting. Yeah. That was a good one. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, yeah, so that was that. So we started playing like seriously as as nailed it in 2020, and get, you know it took us well over a year to get enough songs to be a legit cover, cover band where we could actually cover a four hour gig. Yeah. Um, and once we had enough, we decided to get serious about our name as well. And the uh, Viper Brothers were born, um, named after our humble practice space that we that we love to practice in, the Viper Den. Yeah, we'll sometimes be visited by snakes. Similar black rat snakes. Yes. Um, like we mentioned at the top. And yeah, that's how we named it the Viper Dead. And you met Adam. Adam was kind of like the nexus point for all of us. Yeah. You met yes. Adam. Was it a Lamaze class? I I don't know if you'd call it Lamaze, but yeah, it was like a it was like a like a birthing class. Okay. Like okay. for our um um Adam and his wife happened to be in the same like we got our pregnancy subject here for the next hour. We're yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is there anything more rock and roll than this story? Yeah. This is, I know. Mean, no, no. They put the part time. Wasn't part this how? Wasn't this how Van Halen formed? This Bell? is this is where the real like rock star lifestyle gets started. Um, because uh, yeah, we were we were in this this pregnancy class. We were um, our wives were both pregnant with um, our first child. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we weren't the pregnant ones. Um, and so we met in this class. Actually, I think we were the only two couples in the class. So it was, it was kind of this random happenstance. And then the, the class ended, we actually never like kept in contact. And then we happened to go to the same pediatrician and showed up at the same time. So we kind of stayed friends after that. And Adam was like, uh, oh, you play guitar. I play guitar too. And 
So we, um, I knew he was a Van Halen uh, fan. So we, we hit it off and jammed a little Wait, bit. Sweet, sweet love in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so if you want to call it that. <laughs> Uh, and then this on the way. Jason guy came along and you know yeah yeah it was funny it was like a lot of sort of like you know I guess it showed our maturity at the time we had three guitar players and one drummer because Adam played was playing guitar <laughs> yeah he and Matt guitar. Played, yeah Matt was playing guitar and I played guitar and although like, he also uh, road. he also had played uh, piano and trumpet I think mm-hmm. so yeah Adam is like. He's probably the most talented one of all of us. He plays like ten yeah. instruments, but he um he basically picked up bass for the band because we needed a bass player. He grew to like it and he's he's grown into a pretty like monster player. He switches off on uh piano sometimes on some yeah. songs. Every yeah. band needs a kind of a master course musician, Jack of all trades. Yeah. yeah. He'll talk about things like measures and, and Yeah. Where we go again. Key oh, signatures. Our right, laptop's okay. Sound like a spittoon in an old western. Absolutely. Before we leave the birthing class. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So again, this is a popular subject actually on my show, I feel like, because as someone who's delivered a few babies, did you do it? Did you catch? Um, no, I, I never actually caught one. No. Okay. Were no. you in the room? I missed, room? actually. Oh. I, I tried so to get it, like, and I missed. You were, so like, like, in the... <laughs> well, I'm kidding. You weren't in the waiting room, like, smoking a cigar and pacing, like, no, in the 50s, no, no. were you? No. Okay. It, wasn't, it wasn't, like, the... Um, the the madman uh kind of scenario no i was i was actually there but no i didn't i left that to the cut the cords yeah what's that did you get the honorary cord cut um did i yeah i think i cut one of them yeah I, I don't we have one three one kids <laughs> so the chances are he cut well, at least yeah. one of them yeah yeah doesn't remember which one but <laughs> yeah i don't not, not important i guess yeah it's not important they all got you, cut, you didn't so. eat the placenta afterward <laughs> I cannot say that I did. It's funny. It's funny you mentioned that, and I don't know if this. My, my wife may get upset with me about this, but she's a labor and delivery nurse, and right. she's had people come in that uh, will like blend it up and make smoothies. Oh, I'm quite aware. It makes the like it make it like vaporizes and oh, makes the entire room. God. So yeah. So take had, that. Take that part time rock rock star listeners. I've had people have like requests like keep the placenta so like they can you know eat it later or something or whatever they want to do. So you, they prepare that. They throw that on the grill. What are they doing? What are they doing with that? Is they they make it like a Listen, you get like a food saver on your truck to it, dry it out. Like we throw truck. it. We just normally throw it on ice. Just okay. throw it in as a block bag. Ice it down. Yeah. Give it to her in the cooler. Okay. And I guess it's kind of like a bass at that point. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely a cultural thing for sure. I don't know, like. Which cultures are more into it than others? But is it cannibalism? That's a, that's <laughs> a really good viable point, I think. But I'd say no. <laughs> okay. But I then it's like is a, is a hot dog a sandwich? That's a pretty. That's pre- you're probably going to get a lot of different thoughts on that. That might be like a, like for maybe recovering cannibals trying to like, kind <laughs> oh, of like, a, like a weaning themselves. Uh, no, I think so. it's like a patch. It's flesh. Yeah, it's like exactly. a patch. It's <laughs> a gum. Yeah, you're trying to, you're yeah. weaning, you you realize you got a problem. Yeah. You got to wean yourself oh, wow. out of it. What kind of wood you yeah. got here? It's exploding. It's got well, the exploding wood. <laughs> well, anyway, we've delved far enough into that. When we were talking that. about placentas, when I denied COVID. <laughs> this is like a Ghostbuster situation where it's like <laughs> trying to talk to us through the toaster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'm always curious. So yeah, I guess we had our first gig about a year and then 
a little shy of a year and a half ago. And we've kind of been trying to do about a gig a month since then in the area. Um, no offense to any Howard County uh, diehards. This county is not the greatest for the live music scene, the nightlife scene, anything like that. This so is the quintessential suburbia. Absolutely. Yeah. So unless you're playing an Applebee's from like yeah. 8 to 10, um, yeah, not a lot of stuff going on there. So we've had to venture out. I think we found like breweries are a big place now. Um, in addition to bars, wineries, that kind of thing. And, you know, we've got a couple of places in Baltimore that we've that we've played a couple of times. Have you been hired for any like weird private parties yet? Other than me yeah, hiring you. Overfest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that is we did a couple of parties at my work, like just yeah. work functions. That was our kind of our soft opening was that a first one there. Nice. And they had us back again. The next year, or was it the same year? I forget, but yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool if we were hired for like a gender reveal <laughs> or something weird like that. <laughs> bar mitzvah. Yeah, bar mitzvah, that'd be great. I mean, we'll do it. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we just haven't gotten any calls yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hobbit and Gila. Well, you guys, I guess, are kind of officially my closer, closer band, I feel like, over the past few years, because, yeah, you know, uh, Fish Head. Playing the fest. Yeah, we love Fishhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah really Fish good. Awesome. We had such a great time too playing Part Time Rockstar Festival. Yeah. That was that was probably one of our most fun gigs, at least for me, because the audience was so into it. It was so cool that it was a bunch of musicians too, primarily, Mostly, and people yeah. that really dug music too. Because if you're there, yeah. you're into music. Yeah, it, it wasn't because I think it was actually shut down that day that we played for renovations or something like that. Yeah, it was weird. Like the inside of the restaurant was closed, just the outside was open. Yeah, it so kind of helped actually. It yeah, that. it kind of filled the place out a little more. And yeah, so if you were there at least the night you played, you were there for some music, and that was that was really fun. You were probably nice and good and drunk by the time they came on. They were. That's right. always the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For us, at least. Ah, oh, you guys are great. I feel like every time I see you play, you get a little bit incrementally better. You know, yeah. Touch up on a few P's and Q's. Your voice has improved, sir. Oh, well, well, that's well, thanks. Thank you. So got a ways to go. <laughs> Drummer's always been lacking, but it's fine. I, I have to chirp him because we play hockey together. So, you know, he gets the chirps. But Yeah, it's uh, all right. <laughs> you did inspire, though, my drummer to buy an uh, electronic kit, though. I'm a changed man. I, I swear. Oh. Yeah. Is that divisive in the drumming community? The holy oh, yeah. 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 Is it like yeah, uh, Sunnis and the Shiites? Like heretical. It's, it is. I feel dirty every time I play it, but it's <laughs> it's so clean and crisp, almost like you're listening to like an actual DJ or like a track. Yeah. Yeah. But, we. Uh, I mean, we had we played Clark Clarksville Commons a couple weeks ago, um, and a drummer came up between sets and came up and said, "Hey, yeah, I'm a I'm a drummer too," and I've got acoustic kits and I played them my whole life, but I got this electric kit for just for practice. And my band said, "We like that better. You got to play that." And so he gigs with his like Roland, which is a really high end brand for yeah. for those. And then he bought the same exact kit that I have for practice now. So now he's got four kits: two acoustic and two electric. I guess if you want to get really drummer nerdy about it, my uh, drummer Will he likes to say that like I guess the regular drum kit, acoustic kit, is easier air quotes to play okay. because like there's more rebound in the sticks so like they bounce back at you more 
which makes them like more efficient to play. Yeah, there's, I mean, they, they've done a really good thing. They've done a good job on the field with, they've got like mesh heads that have some rebound, but it doesn't, it's a matter, I think it's more a matter of what you're used to. I mean, yeah. it is kind of like playing a computer, right? You're just hitting keys, basically, they're just spread out on drum pads. Would you say you're a very talented like rock star video gamer? No. Is oh, that what you, <laughs> like rock what band? You, yeah, rock band, that's what I meant. Basically, a glorified rock band drummer. Desire here. Um, That's what we all grew up on. At least, yeah. maybe we didn't. How old are we now? Uh, in my late thirties. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think I started playing rock band until I was like sixteen. So, yeah, I definitely play. I started playing drums at ten, and rock yeah. band didn't come out till I was about twenty. I think. Right. So. so yeah, you didn't quite grow up on it. But. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I. It's not the same as the real thing, but it's definitely gets you 80% of the way to there. And for the convenience factor, um, I never thought I would have gigged with it at all, but it's just yeah. so easy to get. And it's really good to mix too. Like yeah. just to get it balanced. If we're doing our own mixing, we're doing our own sound and we, right. have to, we have to balance ourselves. I can put on headphones and hear exactly what's coming out of the speakers. Um, and that, that goes along. And just from a volume perspective too, because if you're playing yeah, acoustic the, drums, your band is only going to ever be as quiet as your drummer. Correct. If you're, if you're drumming, yeah. playing acoustic drums. Mm-hmm. And so something like that, where yeah, you're not a quiet drummer. Okay. Maybe the only subject I could talk more at length about other yeah. than birthing is this <laughs> exact subject. Like, Stupid drummers. <laughs> well, it just depends on the room. And like, if yeah. the drummer doesn't want to play to the room, if they just want to play as loud as they always want to play. Yeah, that's what our Then does. you can't, essentially. <laughs> I feel like I've come a long way. We played a restaurant, rest in peace, Redbird Bar and Grill. And I used like hot rods for that, which was my first time ever doing that. And um, I, f- I feel like I try more than I ever used to because we're trying as a band to to, to be good. Um, yeah. So I think yeah. I, I, that was good. I think you did good that time. Yeah, but they, they closed after that. So I guess it was, well, and it was the next day, wasn't it? Uh, no. it, it, it was not. blame us? For the record, <laughs> it was not the next day, but they didn't invite us back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. We've all been there, but. Yeah, electronic kit, definitely a game changer in that world, I've learned. Like, especially the breweries. Yeah. Because, like, they're so boomy most of the time. They're not designed for, like, live music. And they're all wood paneled and there's big stereo, you know, vats when they're making beer and stuff like that. So Yeah, there's a certain one in Frederick I love playing. And uh, I love their beer, and I'm actually going to buy their beer for Buell-Toberfest. But um, I pretty much just... Spoiler. Uh... Yeah, it's, but, uh, <laughs> um, you know, like we pretty much have to play either acoustic or electronic kit there. I mean, for sure, because anytime there's real drums in there, it's just very, very boomy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I could go on a, a length about this, but really it's not the sexiest <laughs> subject in the world. together that you're well-versed in drums and the birthing. Is there any way to bridge that gap? I don't. I don't think so. Uh, by talking about your guys' next show, potentially, oh. or whatever it is you want to promote. People are gonna make babies. <laughs> yeah, afterward, afterward. be so so riled up that she won't be able to get them all fired up. Yeah, yep. I like that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So speaking of fish head, we're gonna be there Friday, eight to midnight, and September twenty second. Yep, September twenty second. This Saturday. Friday. Friday. Yeah. Do you need this episode? Don't to come 2023. Yeah, possible, be yeah. good, but All right. um, I can try to turn get on turn it around. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we love that. I mean, they've got a great engineer there, Ryan. Yeah, um, and he does a 
is really cares. So it makes a big difference in our ability to like hear ourselves and the better we can hear ourselves, the better we can play. And um, it's just a great setup they have now with the kind of front of house being on the left side and the open walls to the outside. It's just a great kind of atmosphere. So and the stage is great. The lighting is great. And the food. The food. The deep, is really good. The deep fried Philly roll is my goodness. Mm, that sounds good. Without naming any names, I mean, we played places and they've come, they've had engineers with them. And it's like, I think we could have done a better job than this ourselves, right? We yeah. heard ourselves better and you know, maybe even had a better sound out in the front of the house um, from running it ourselves, but not a fish head. Uh, Ryan really knows what he's doing, and so it's been it's been awesome to do that. And he he ran sound for part-time Rockstar Fest, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Job. So, yep. Yeah, obviously, fish head's near and dear to my heart yeah. and my liver uh, more <laughs> pertinently. I've probably given them thousands and thousands of dollars over the years. And then this is my home bar for a long time, with or without music. In the heart of Arbutus. Arbutia. Arbutia? Uh, I like to address the crowd as Arbutians, <laughs> usually, when I play there. It makes me feel good. <laughs> Fellow Arbutian. Yes. <laughs> That's great. All right, so yeah, you got the, the show coming up. It's Friday. Getting stoked on that. Obviously headlining Tolberfest again, which is a private event. Anyone who listens, everyone to... come on out. Yep, uh, <laughs> search the streets raid, and try to find a raid my parents' backyard. A band on one day this <laughs> this fall. <laughs> You'll be able to hear it for miles and miles around. Dylan uh, was telling me that you know the cops come every year. Every year at like six p.m. The noise ordinance is ten, but they just come to like remind us that the noise ordinance is ten, and we're just like, thank yeah, you. We yeah. we know we'll. We'll shut up, <laughs> but it's not right now, so we're just going <laughs> to keep playing. Well, that's it. We got to end at 10. Yeah, you guys have a hard shut off, probably. And you do the thing where you pull the cord on yeah, it. Exactly. That'd be kind of cool. Or like, actually, we get the middle of like shears. One year, I swear, we had a cyclone come in, like some kind of storm that it was a perfect weather day, but right at like 10, 10 15, just the wind came in. And just took everything down. Wow. That broke all the canopies. Like, everything went wow. flying. Rain came in, and we were just like, yep, we're done. <laughs> that's the end of that. Well, that's kind of rock and roll, though. I mean, rocky like of, a hurricane. We did, I mean, yeah, or thunderstruck, I know. Yeah. <laughs> we we channeled the rock and roll gods. Yeah. A little and bit. I hope so, something like that happens this time. You guys might summon it. Like I said, we'll see what's in the set. I do kind of like uh, the idea of us being like drug off by the police at the end because we yeah. we went to like ten o two or something. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> what an awesome way to. How long do you think we get? Thirty days. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> solitaire at least. Yeah, I solitaire. On the Ford, I assume like government, you know, straight laced contractors. That's right. You know, all very tax paying citizens. We'll have to report all um, you know, yeah, uh, all. Just taken away in the paddy wagon. Yeah. For yeah. rocking too many Foo Fighters covers too yeah. late. It would be, be a good like band photo, like all the, the mug shots. That would be good. That'd be Yeah, all of us being thrown in the back. I like that. That'd be great. Zach Bryan was just arrested the other day. Yeah. And I thought like everyone I guess everyone was saying like that should obviously be his album cover. I mean, I don't know if he's even like acknowledged that he was arrested or whatever, but it's like, bro. Monetize it, man. Street cred. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, what was he arrested for? 
the story I because that I, could you depend. Play, you play till ten o five at the Oktoberfest. Incidentally, the that the the backyard party we just have neighborhood bands, so like, um, it's not really we're not trying to invite everyone, um, that I know in the same way that I do for the festival. But the most famous musician from my neighborhood is on tour with, um, I think, Lainey Wilson, um, who did that song with Hardy. I don't know. It's country music star. Okay. But, yeah, so we're trying to get him to come in. Nice. And if if that happens, then it's going to be like that that movie where the parent's house gets destroyed. I don't, I don't remember the name of it. but It's been the plot, I think, of several movies. Yeah. That's We're going away for the weekend. No parties. Yes, mom. Yes, dad. Yeah, Are they yeah. gone? Yeah. So yeah, if, if they show up, then we're screwed for sure. <laughs> you and in, you invited them though, right? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. I was like, in case you're on tour and playing Merryweather like this day, yeah. Just just so you know, like you're invited to the neighborhood you grew up in. Uh, <laughs> you come hang out with us, losers. It'll be great. That'd be awesome. Funny part is they probably would. Yeah. Um, no. I don't know. What were we talking about? I lost it. Music. Yeah. There was something else, though. Before Fish Head. After Fish Head. After before birthing. that. Okay. Birthing, drumming. Yeah, wait, that covers it. I don't know. I had another, another thought. It'll come to me later. We talked a little bit. I'd, I'd be kind of curious to get your thoughts on this, Brett, about... Sort of the, I, I don't know that we've ever taken ourselves super seriously, but I know that I've, people that I know have found out that I'm in a cover band, and it's almost like a disparaging, like, oh, you're a cover yeah. band? Wow. Okay. Guess you couldn't do originals or whatever. And it's, I don't know that that's ever really been in a right. way that we've looked at it. Like, we, at least me, I won't speak for you guys, but... I'm in it to to hang out, make music, have fun, maybe make other people, you know, let other people have a good time. Yeah. Not necessarily, um, I don't know. Well, I don't um, know, man. Go I, ahead. I just grew up playing music. Hey, there he is. All right, we got a... Speaking of uh, speaking of birthing classes, bringing it back. I'm going to grab you a chair. Hang on. Huh? Should we take a quick timeout? Adam just... Do we need another mic? We might have a fifth member joining, or a fourth. We were, we went through the origin story. All right, the, quick uh, uh, quick pause, Joe Rogan style. Somebody's <laughs> taking a potty. Somebody's rolling a joint. We'll be right back. Because I know kids. Okay, so um, you could dispute that. With you, Brett. Can you dispute that in less than three thousand words? <laughs> Think about a bumblebee. How can that thing fly? Uh, it's a big <laughs> fat. Can you explain up, updraft? Uh, Concisely. It's all a figment of your imagination. <laughs> That's not what the Wright brothers would have said. Yeah. Well, if you'd like me to get into it, actually. Okay, hang on a second. <laughs> so you see the flow over the top of the wing. Here we go. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear like a nice cogent answer. It causes a low pressure. That's right. The faster that the flow is moving, the greater the dynamic pressure, then, then that creates the uh, static pressure is greater on the lower side of the wing. Sometimes this kind of crap happens during practice, <laughs> and I'll like gouge my eyes. Are you guys glad that I came now? No, go back home. <laughs> Don't you have COVID? Yeah. <laughs> now, and see, th- this is this is why this band is so interesting because we're all like professional. We have day jobs. Some of us are 
like brilliant and actually know I don't, important stuff. Are all of us professional? And we just <laughs> are any of us professional? <laughs> we do, we just do music for it's fun. A spectrum. It's a it's a fun uh, like uh, outlet. We all have we all have kids, we all have wives, so we're at this interesting place in our life. So it's it's just fun. No fun thing to do. No, so pedestrian, so boring. I think we're pretty progressive, though. I mean, I don't think anybody would get kicked out of the band if they wanted to pick up a a side, not a side chick, but a side chuck. A side chuck. A side chuck. I don't know if I've heard that. That a term? I just made that up. I think you were asking kind of just about like cover bands. Yeah, yeah. So sort of. You know, the, I guess, when you, when you think of a cover band, I think there's tiers, right? You think of a band that's a tribute band, that they just yeah. do one act. I was in one of those, And too. they dress up as that <laughs> act, and they yeah. go all out. And that seems kind of like an event that people go to, right? That's a, oh, there's a Van Halen tribute band, or there's a Led Zeppelin, yeah. Led Zeppelin tribute band, or whatever. That's a thing. Then you have a cover band. Then you have sort of an originals band. Um, and what I like about you guys with the Hollow Truths is you're an originals band, but you also work in covers that you put your own twist on, which I think is really good too um, because, you know, you're showing some originality and stuff like that, but also something that's familiar every now and then as well. But I will not lie. I mean, I've gotten folks have found out I'm in a cover band, the Viper Brothers. And there's almost like a, like, oh, you're a cover band? What's that about? You can't write your own songs when you, you know, you just play other people's songs? That's, it's kind of Yeah, but you can look at the flip side and people are like, oh, you're an original band? You know, where have you played recently? What cities? What play, what, what about, how about heard anything yeah, you've done? Heard anything? What, <laughs> what arenas have you played have recently? You heard everything we've done. Well, you have. <laughs> just not us doing it. Or most of the stuff that we've done. Yeah, not, not everything that we've done. <laughs> and we've gotten feedback to that effect. Like, so, did you write some originals? No, those are songs. No, those are yeah, they are. Yeah, those are those are actual songs. But I don't know. I support anybody's interest in there. I kind of see like it's the difference between like an actor who's just saying lines that somebody else has written, but putting their own twist on and interpreting it, and then like a writer who's putting that down, or someone who can do both, or someone who does all three that and direct. Like we're just kind of filling out one of the avenues of performance, yeah, or and I, not. Not writing. And performance, I think, is an operative word. But... You know, I was going to say, that's a, I think that's an apt term, too, because I think it depends on what you're looking for, right? Because there's some people that are going to want to see, you know, cats or, or <laughs> Les Miserables oh, okay. or I whatever. Just the animals. No. Uh, <laughs> not even real cats. Or, uh, but there's also, you know, local playwrights that are writing stuff and, and showing that, too. So I think it kind of goes to what you're looking for. I think for me... If I'm going out, I find sort of uh, comfort in the familiar, right? So even if it's a even if it's a an originals band, if you're throwing a cover in every now and then, something like oh yeah, we've, I've heard this song and they're doing their own take on it, but you know you can kind of hum along that kind of thing. That's I think that's I mean, uh, like a worthwhile. It's, it's entertainment first, so I don't know. A lot yeah. of people get all uppity about that idea. Yeah, it's most notably musicians out of everybody. But you're all, everybody's a weirdo on a stage. Like, yeah. whether you're a magician or you're a mimer. Have we thought about working magic into our act? I've been doing it. You, you know, have been? Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. 
And I feel like everyone else who's on a stage kind of embraces that. And then sometimes musicians are like, no, I'm an artist. And yeah. It's like, all right, man, like we're all artists. Like, yeah. Well, I think know, that's, like, that's the thing too. Like I, I won't speak for everybody, but for me, I've never taken it that seriously. Like I realize I'm in a cover band. I'm not trying to say we're reinventing the genre. We're revolutionizing how you think about the human experience. We're, we're playing Foo Fighters covers, right? <laughs> we're playing, and here's Everclear, uh, Santa Monica. Let's have a good time, sort of thing. But um, yeah, I think there are some people that are. Uh, it just depends how deep you want to go with it. Everybody right. can take it a notch more serious than mm-hmm. that. You can keep keep going. You can go into how it's a philosophical, spiritual, communal event to get people gathered. Around. Oh, I do think that too, though. I mean, we, there's a lot of different avenues you could look at it. Choice is yours. Yep. yep. I think we're, you know, we talked about it, but we are very part-time. We only have so much time that we can put into this every week, right? And so right. it's, it's uh, we, if we wanted to do originals, we could. It would take us a lot longer to get show ready for anything. So that's kind of I also think that's a lot harder. Like to do have a couple original songs, right? No. Matt, Matt there does some Check out at, so, at Sonic Baker. Your covers that we do. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, those are just obscure covers. Yeah, they're deep do, cuts. We do try to pick like B sides of popular artists to, to be not the same as every other cover band out there. Right. I was in one of those types of cover bands for a while, and that was getting actually problematic because all they wanted to do was like, have you heard like this B side Kiss song? Yeah. For or this Tom Petty song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all they wanted to play, and it was like. No, guys, can we just play like their regular song once in a while, like the hit rock and roll all night? Yeah, we've we've learned our lesson about playing songs, and so we just try to tuck those in the middle of the set. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Yeah, you were gonna say something. Yeah. Well, I I've had a yeah. This is Matt. I had an interesting experience because up until now, my experience has been doing original stuff like back in. Like the early 2000s, I was in an originals band um, uh, called No Picnic, and we we um, Wolf for applause. Okay, we uh, <laughs> wait, you're that Matt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. All that's me, believe it or not. All this time, and then I've 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 like I've been writing songs like here and there since then, and then in joining this band, like it's interesting that there seems to be a lot of at least venues like there's a lot of demand for cover bands like much more so like it seems like a lot of crowds just want to come out and see songs you know performed that they've heard before and I think that's most places so yeah but, so yeah. i guess you either have to be like a really good or well-known originals band or you have to be a covers band i guess and, i i think the um, threshold too for originals bands is way higher than cover bands right like because I think songwriting, this is my personal opinion, is sort of an underappreciated thing. To write a really great song is super hard. Yeah, thank you, well, thank you. Yeah, and that's and I, I was thinking of you when I was like, yeah, no, I know, I know. Talk thank about you. redefining the human experience. Yeah, Matt Bankard over here. Um, uh, but you know, performing an already existing song, there's several bands in an area that can do justice to a song that everybody's kind of heard. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here, and my philosophy on covers, and I, I think we do this a decent amount, is um, 
you know, as musicians, we want to be creative and you can still be creative with covers. Like you can, oh, yeah. you can play it like straight up, like how it was on the original recording, or you can put like a little twist on it and kind of add your own flavor to it, which I think we try to do a lot of the time. Some, some of the times we just kind of play things straight up just cause that's what we're used to. That's how we like it. But there, there are a couple songs we've gone into and just kind of like rearranged and yeah, I've made a lot of bands lately have been successful even more so like online or the ones that genre bend. Yeah. So you're yeah. like a regular cover band, but you like, you really know and play your genre well, but then you just decide to go play, let's say you're a rock band, you know, you rockify a reggae song, rockify a pop song, country yeah. song, rap song, yeah. whatever it might yeah. be. Yeah. Or some other iteration or some other variety of that. Absolutely. It's like a guy on YouTube, like Alex Melton or something like that. Yeah, I know that channel. It's a good channel. He does pop punk for like everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy's uh, and he does all the instruments. Yeah. Oh yeah. You should see yeah, Paul's You should see if he wants to join the Viper Brothers. Uh, we'll see doing these. Doesn't ask. <laughs> we should. I want to say he lives in like North Carolina or something like that. Close enough. Yeah. Is he available this Friday? Good shed, can't see So that's kind of one one like passageway, I guess. What's the, what's the other uh, the big one? The big YouTube channel, something jukebox. The uh, oh, uh, you know postmodern postmodern jukebox. They do a lot of different style, popular songs, but in different styles. That's kind of a it's kind of a yeah. deep well like to go. To yeah, on the, yeah, I like that. I, I'm a sucker for that kind of stuff where they just kind of take it and just like give it this twist. Yeah, they take yeah. a new really doubt song and they make it like a ragtime. Like you know, it's 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 yeah. as if it was yeah. in a hundred years ago. Yeah, and like reperformed that way. Yeah. Yeah, like bluegrass. We don't do that. We're we're not that cool. But <laughs> I I like that style. Yeah, I feel like bluegrass bands are huge right now. Whenever they cover something, yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah, right. They crush yeah, it. A lot of, yeah. like, I've seen like a lot of like Metallica bluegrass covers and stuff. Right. Yeah. So it's kind of wild. A lot of ways to spice up, you know, what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Spice up your life. One way is to play it like twenty percent faster than it's supposed to be, and that's one that's way I do the drummer. Yeah. That's B. Drummer's fault. Twenty percent louder than it should be as well. You <laughs> can't right? do it though with the electronic kit. You really can't. That's, well, he turns himself up <laughs> on the mixer. So I got a knob. He's running he, he, sound. He, he, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. The drummer's running <laughs> sound, which you know is kind of uh, dangerous. That's the key. You can't let the drummer ever run sound or do anything important. Actually. That's really held us back, and yeah. <laughs> it's got to continue to hold us back as a band. <laughs> the drummer should have no other responsibilities than. Try to be like sit back there. Shut up. Written is done. I'm a musician. I'm not just a. And look cool. <laughs> I wear sunglasses when I play. That's important. Oh, you guys are I think that's your biggest contribution, actually, to the band. The shades. It looks and good in photos. They own drums. That's that is also yes. Yeah. <laughs> that also be written. Willing he owns drums, <laughs> and he has a pickup truck. That's another big thing. I make stickers. Because. <laughs> 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 Those stickers are important. You, yeah. you would not believe how many like elementary school kids, kids we have just made their stickers. day because <laughs> they like take like a fistful of stickers. Yeah, they're gone in about thirty seconds because every you know a kid will come up and take like fifty stickers. Thanks, thanks for the stickers, and then they'll run off. And, th and yeah. that's the great thing about our our stage of life is that the last show we we played, um. Like, like we took a break and the stage got mobbed. It was awesome, but it was all by like little kids. Yeah. <laughs> and they wanted to play Jason's drums. Yeah. 
So it was. It wasn't necessary. It wasn't groupies per se, but it was. I mean, it was still. It was. It was, it was for us. Was, yeah. Sorry, man. Close. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun until the kids I had never seen before started coming up and like trying to play the drums, and I was like, "All right, all right, we got to cut the. Okay, you. Okay, one more. I think okay. we should probably start for gigs like packing like fruit snacks and like uh, Capri Suns. And stuff like that for our for our, for our diehard fans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll <laughs> your younger too. contingent. Yeah. Hey, if the kids can come, that means we can get more parents to come. That's the uh, yeah the good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Clarksville Commons was fun though, for sure. It was good. good. Yeah. They had a good crowd. Let's do that. Well, uh, another popular subject, maybe uh, among bands at least that I play in, is uh, like if you think that your value to the band is that you can play your instrument and and do the thing well, you're wrong. That has very little to do. That's like 30% of the job. Like 70% of the job is like all the little ancillary things that you can do yeah. besides that. So like making stickers. Webmaster, treasurer, or, making stickers, running stuff around. I'm scared. <laughs> Sounds like Jason's kind of <laughs> trumping all of you so yeah. so far. Yeah. Hang on. We haven't gone around the circle and said else. what else we all contribute. Yes. He owns pedals. I have a fire pit, <laughs> so let let that be known. Let let's let that be for the record. <laughs> but right. he also plays the drums, so that's an important note. I can also play the drums. Yes, true, but you know sometimes you can set up a drum machine if you really need to. That's a very actually, good point. We do that pretty often. Yeah, when, when Jason's out traveling, we just put on the drum machine. And actually, the practices go it's pretty surprisingly, well. Surprisingly, this beat does the speed up. And we've talked about maybe even when he's with us, maybe setting up the drum machine. Yeah, yeah. my eyes are rolling over here. Yeah. <laughs> Jason's like, I'll, I will I'll mix drinks for you. <laughs> Can I get a t-shirt still when you guys perform? That's all I want. Can you make those for us? I'll make them for you. <laughs> well, you could make these guys carry your drums. I could. You know, Adam's usually pretty helpful because he's a bass player and... Uh, his setup's done in about 45 seconds. I also play the keyboard, too. Yeah. yeah. Keyboard, too, yeah, yes. but still. Yes, it's heavy. It's an extra cable. Yeah. yeah. But I, I, I'll carry jumps, so. That gives me another 10%. It's an interesting point you bring up, though, about... Um, we talked a little bit about merch for cover bands. Yeah. Right? And the sort of... That's, that's, a, that's an internal debate that kind of we've had amongst yeah, ourselves. We've got to settle this publicly. I don't know that we are. We may break up as a band over this, right on this podcast. Someone stole our merch at this Some... shed. Yeah, they did. Like the we old... set it out. I put out like it was 50 koozies, and they yeah. were gone. It's like, there were 50 people there. So well, Did you put out like a, a sign that said you wanted money for them? Or did they... No, they're free. Oh, then they they're, weren't stolen. They're not stolen. It's but true. Someone just, like, collected <laughs> someone just took were... 50 koozies, though. Somebody's probably listening to this podcast saying, are you kidding me? I didn't steal those. Those were free. <laughs> And I needed how them one, all. How dare you sell me my Arbutian name? Someone yeah, value, they're trying to resell them. That's what happened. Arbutian. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's a hot take. It's not going to get you. That's not a like. Oh, yeah. Our future. Vision. Yeah. We can retract yeah. that statement. It came out wrong. I love Arbutians. <laughs> can we Can we overdub that? Never, I love Arbutians. Arbutian to not be amazing. <laughs> that's what he meant to say. Yeah. That was a double negative, so what is that? Yeah. <laughs> Never not trust an Arbution to not. <laughs> yeah, but the idea of merch for a cover band, I think, is kind of interesting, right? Like, And I guess it kind of goes along with our earlier conversation about the virtue of 
like musicality of a cover band what you know would you buy merch from a cover band would you when you go to see a cover band if they don't have a shtick if they're not a tribute band right if they're not there there's a band in Pennsylvania called the Amish Outlaws, Amish Outlaws. Oh, yeah, they, you know they crush it. those guys do crush they it and they, well they have a clear shtick right they when you go to a show you know they're going to be they're going to have the beards they're going to have the straw hats they're going to come in on a horse drawn whatever they're probably not going to have amps because they don't believe in electricity, right? Um, well, they're kind of like modern, you know, Amish people. Oh, they are outlows. That's true. They are outlaws. So they, they, I think technically yeah. four of them are Amish. Probably so. couldn't play electric are they, guitars. No, they, how can they be Amish sure? if they have amps and well, like, I mean, lighting and stuff? They were outlaws. I don't personally know though. Like, they never came back just, from Rumspringer. We know we need to get we need to get to the bottom of this, and that's another podcast. And I recommend you get them on your next episode. Um, but they have a clear shtick, right? Right. You know, if they they have shirts, they have merch, they have whatever. I don't know that we're that kind of operation, right? We're we're much more of a general purpose sort of situation, right? And so we've worked with a graphic designer to kind of come up with a logo that doesn't look like we made it in Microsoft PowerPoint. Um, Josh but even Butich. still, shout yeah, out to Josh, Josh. yeah, shout out to Josh Butich. Um, but uh, even still, so, if you go to if you go to a you go to your neighborhood Howard County Applebee's from 8 p.m. to 10 um, where they're having, you know, two-for-one margarita night. There's a there's a cover band playing. You buying, you buying cover band merch? What's the situation, Brett? Uh, there's two ways to answer that. The simplest one is can you afford to print shirts? If you can, then you should. Second, more philosophical, deeper answer is that every band, whether they're cover or original, uh, it's just an elaborate meeting ritual at the base level. So within that, you need propaganda to spread That's true. for your ritual Wow, like any other cult, good cult should do. We need pamphlets. <laughs> so, we need Viper Brothers pamphlets. So we do. So like... you need something to give away at the show, whether it's a t-shirt or whether it's, you know... We've been giving away the coupons. We talked about Viper Brothers condoms. That wasn't... They yeah, didn't Harbor, go over well. Harbor Boys are doing that. Okay. Harbor Boys? Mm-hmm. Okay. They have their custom condoms at shows. Sweet. Interesting. Yeah, so we we do do like stickers and koozies because they're you know relatively cheap for us, and we don't sell them. We just give them away. That's really just like a way for people to remind people like we exist, and maybe they'll look us up again and and come see our next show. That's kind of what we're after. But I have printed a couple shirts on my own. It was a lot more work than I thought it would be, and uh, I don't know if I'll be doing that. So maybe we'll be outsourcing that this time. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. Do they sell these condoms, these Harbor Boys? <laughs> Going back to the birthing conversation, that's how we're tying it all back together because it's all about being safe for the <laughs> listeners of the Part-Time Rockstar Festival. Exactly. If you're going to have fun, have fun in a safe way. I didn't ask them what size they were. I was gonna. That was going to be my next thing. Are they... Yeah, uh, answer your question small in your mind here. <laughs> yeah, do they have extra small? Do you have alterations? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a, such a tailor out there? <laughs> Turn your head and cough <laughs> and get your measurements. I uh, you go to a Har- Harvard Boys show and try one on. Nick? <laughs> Sorry, it's not for me. I didn't like the way it fit. Sorry, you can have this back. <laughs> Sadly, knowing them, that probably wouldn't be the first time that happened to them. I'll send this episode over to them, see what they, <laughs> they can recount the story. Absolutely. 
Yeah, so we're working with Josh Butich. We got it. We got our new logo out there. You can see it on our website, viperbrothers.com. Uh, we are going to get some artwork done as well because it's just kind of a cool thing to do. We we make a little bit of money when we do this. Um, we don't really do it for money, um, but we, you know, want to charge the going rate for cover bands. And so we like to kind of try to put the money back into local artists. And so, T-shirts help yeah. with gas money. Absolutely. Yeah. And, Bell. and I think that's a that's an interesting thing, too, that we talked about because that's something that we've struggled with where we're, I would say, we're relatively new on the band scene like i said we've been playing about it like a dozen that. shows yeah but i also think it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on this too like the rate that you charge i think says something about you so we would there are certain venues that we would love to play just to just to show up yeah right and ha- and have a good time and hopefully put on a good show but we also want to look like we're a semi-legitimate operation and i feel like if we say yeah we'll do it for 150 bucks who cares what the fuck you know that kind of situation, people are going to be like, what are you, come on now, what are you talking about? Get out of here. Yeah. I mean, the most blunt way to answer it is around here, it's a hundred bucks a man. It's kind of like the average rate. Yep. But beyond that, I mean, I don't know, there's so many different philosophies and I've talked to a lot of different people who argue about this, especially on Facebook. They love it. <laughs> um, there was somebody saying the other day that was like, was like, you know, you got to stop taking all musicians, we got to stop taking gigs for 300 bucks. You know, this is driving all of us into poverty or something like that. And I was wow. like, well, buddy, <laughs> I don't know where to start here. So <laughs> what I just said was, um, imagine getting paid three or $33 an hour to do something like kind of fun. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I mean, it goes back to, again, how seriously... You're taking yourself what you're actually trying to do. There are gigs that I would definitely play for free. Yep. And there are gigs that I will not play for free. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just a personal agreement amongst yourselves of like yeah. what you think I you try, want. I try to be like, I don't want to undercut other, like, I don't, no offense to you all, other like real musicians out there. Like, I don't want to go in there and oh, take a gig away from somebody that's a else. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> So somebody else who like does it for the money, right? So I want to price ourselves to the point where if someone's doing it for the money, that we're not going to take a gig away because we're we're undercutting somebody else. So that's kind of important to me. Yeah. But yeah, that's good. It's an altruistic, you know, look on it. But the other day, playing for the reasons you're playing personally, which change kind of band to band, person to person, and like I think ultimately, unless you have like you're with an agency and your rate is set. Yeah. If you set your rate really high, then obviously you're just not going to get as many gigs. Yeah. But you will get higher paying gigs when you do. Yep. So it's like a trade-off. I think. I think for us, it's more about not necessarily higher paying gigs, but the right gigs, right? Like we would much rather play. Somewhere fun. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere fun. That that would be a change. (laughs) <laughs> no, but a venue that can draw with a, you know, decent sound situation set up that we're going to have a good time. People there are going to have a good time. That would be sort of our number one priority there. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Obviously never got into music to make money. That's for damn sure. Yeah. So, anyone else out there does, power to them. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. That's It's tough. Yep. So, I don't know. So we've got a, a spell coming up here where 
we're in a bit of a drought of gigs coming up and so then we have to figure out what what to do with our time right we want to practice we're going to keep practicing but without a gig to like focus our minds we can often do things like let other people sit on the drum set and things like that um during practice so we have to you know so we're talking about like all right we got to start like branching into doing maybe some videos to post on social media and stuff like that just to like you know keep keep us sharp um other areas yeah Otherwise, we can get back into the nailed it days of just kind of playing and finishing at the same time and moving on to the next thing. So, <laughs> or not finishing at the same time. Yep. Sometimes I just take a break and not see each other for a while. There's that. That's an option. There's an idea. That is <laughs> okay. And that wraps up this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we were the <laughs> So it's not like we've not had our own struggles. I will be blunt like i'm a bit blunt <laughs> i have a very josh is blunt and uh direct uh style and we all have different styles we kind of run the band as a democracy and that's that's what the least challenging says, no no it's true though it, uh, it's okay a, okay okay you everybody speak right <laughs> hang on a second i i will say this i i think it's fair to say we run it as a democracy to try to get to try to equate get everybody's opinion in and everything like that, that's impacted our decision making ability uh, right. from a speed perspective. But there's a lot of different, you know, equities that we have to respect. We all have different musical styles that we want to bring to the table. We have different thoughts on all the different decisions we want to bring to you know to the front. And that you all didn't come out of the same. We didn't come out of the same womb. Uh, there's sometimes questions about Josh and I. I'm not sure. Yeah, some people say that Jason and I are, were like maybe separated at birth, but I don't know. I don't know how you guys run it in Hollow Trues or the big layered bands or any of that kind of stuff, but it uh, iron goddamn fist. <laughs> <laughs> I have some ideas that I'm, I have some ideas. <laughs> No, I don't. I, I've actually given up the term band. I, I only have collectives. So I have, you know, two collectives going. They each consist of about 20 people on my phone. And it's next man up. It's like a minor league sports team. Oh, interesting. You got a bench. Yeah. That we have like fourth, fifth string, whoever's available for the weekend. Wow. Okay. You get the call up if the first, second string are too busy with, you know, their lives and stuff. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Familial obligations, bang, and yeah. So, but not. A, I realize that's not always a popular way to do things. So, oh, I mean, it, it gets you. I mean, you're booking gigs, and you are trying to fill them, right? I mean, that's right. It's like somebody's got to play these damn gigs. Yep. I don't know. It's probably going to be me. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> your first string. How what the, it's not what the people ask for, but it's what they get. <laughs> that's what they say about us too. But. Yeah, that's what. They, <laughs> not what we came for, but it's what's here. So, hashtag the Viper Brothers. <laughs> that's what you be sure you print all your shirts. <laughs> we have a saying. What is it? Right tempo. Uh, yeah. Right key. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. If you want it. <laughs> 
What is it? If you wanted the right tempo, the right key, and the right song, you've got the wrong band. Yeah, or something like that's that. pretty good. Yeah, something. With that, at least on like a koozie or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So. Yeah. It'll give you guys some more flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of flavor, we do have a rocket scientist in our midst. Who has not had a lot of vocal time here. Because lead singers, obviously. <laughs> Hog in the mic. Can you tell that I'm the bass player? <laughs> As I said, we run the, we run the second democracy. <laughs> You've seen the bass player support group video, right? <laughs> have not, but oh, really? sounds perfect. Okay, it's where all the bass players get together, like in an AA meeting. Was Mark Hoppus in that? Is that? Uh, he might have been. I don't know. Okay, I know that there's. Okay, guys, something like that. But yeah, they all get together and bitch about their lead singer and <laughs> stuff like that. I need to go to this. Sounds like group therapy. It is. Sign me up. It sounds, <laughs> that sounds hostile. <laughs> and I don't want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> you would not be invited. Sure, we haven't put your picture on the dartboard yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it'd be interesting to get your, your guys' thoughts on that, too. I mean, you know, sort of like any group of multiple people. This is where he pretends to care about your opinions. Yep. Yeah, go ahead. And you, you can right, you can cut this next part that we're gonna, that they're, when they're talking. Yeah, we'll cut it later. Like, in yeah, we'll, we'll just you know, we'll fix this in post. They won't know. Yeah, I don't know your your guys' thoughts on you know how to handle dealing with a group dynamic when you got four different opinions, thoughts going into things. Figuring out just even like a set list, right? As a cover band, which you would think would not be that dramatic of a scene. Right? How do we internally? It always had, is. Yeah, we've had disagreements on what what songs should we include. Oh, I don't like that tune. Or yeah, but we had that tune that last time. You got your say. You know all that kind of stuff. Your thoughts on that? Not everybody all at once. Sure. I mean, it is it it is something. I mean, when you get four different people together, I mean, of course. Yeah. You got four different ideas about like everything. I think we we probably at some point we disagreed on probably like every aspect of of everything. But no, we didn't. <laughs> See, <laughs> but it's just I mean that's just kind of how it goes. We right. get different people together, and um, I think the the most important thing is um, is just making sure everybody gets their opinions out there. You know, sometimes. Sometimes it kind of leans towards your opinion. Sometimes it doesn't, and you just gotta, you know, take that and be like, okay, you know, it's fine. It's not the end of the world if you don't totally get your way this time. But so, other times you do. And yeah, like a pertinent question would be like, what does the role of ego play in this band? Hmm. That's a good question. You can start naming names. Yeah, let's. See. <laughs> this is what happens when people stop being polite. Start getting real. <laughs> <laughs> Who is the most egotistical? <laughs> I was, that is a pretty big I was going to say Jason. I have the biggest ego? Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. You can all agree with that. That's fine. Well, I am the best. Yeah, I, I'll agree with he's that. Like the part, he's like the punching bag of the band, I feel like. <laughs> he can always take the shot, take the hit. I know this because we're on the same hockey team. Yeah. How is he <laughs> in hockey, by the way? Well, he played with Jonathan Quick, so how, how's that? Yeah. Well, that's that's question. all that needs to be said about that. Let's move on. <laughs> Josh doesn't know that. No, I have no idea. No idea. All right, so there's a famous hockey goalie on the LA Kings who won two Stanley Cups. Okay, so just and because he played with, what, in like elementary school? Yeah. I was I 10. 
Okay. Well. Oh wow. Coincidentally, Clint, I learned that. Did he credit for you for his success? Not yet. <laughs> did he give you a day with a cup? Does he remember me? Does he have a biography where, like, you reference it even in the notes? You know, it's funny because I mean, theoretically, he could because Jason plays defense, and defense and goalies are like. I think defense wins championships. Is that well, well in football? Yeah. Defense and hockey, like you block a lot of those shots for yeah. the goalie. Yeah. So if the goalie likes you, I mean, because you blocked all those. Well, shots. maybe because you were so bad, he improved his skill. You had to be better, and that's why he's so <laughs> he, excellent. He elevated he's himself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you, he had to overcompensate. And he, you know, maybe you're the reason that he's so It wasn't long after I played with him that he stopped playing with my team and started playing for, like, private teams. Could have been it, Jason. What's going to happen with the Viper Brothers? Who knows? You can graduate above me, and I'll take credit. We'll see. But then no one will make your stickers. That's true. That's true. I will for a fee. (laughs) You have to make your own damn stickers. (laughs) It's a hard line to walk. (laughs) Yeah, what are we t- what are we willing to tolerate for stickers? That is the that is the question that the three of us continually ask See, that, ourselves. That's always... Okay, so 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 we make so I any mean, one of us could do it. So the, we're breaking news. We're in. We're in. Give him a bass player in the mic. <laughs> oh, we both work at APL where the stickers are made. That's all. Jason knows how to work the machine. I never tried it. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Of course not. So it's a perk. At least we don't, we, but we don't get four hours to do whatever we want, like some organizations. Anyways, we may or may not be in the market for another drummer if you can make stickers. That's after this podcast. You can hit us up. What's that? Can I apply? I own drum. We know what you're capable of. We're looking for maybe some, yeah, maybe. We'll see. What about this goalie guy you know? Can he play drums? <laughs> Where's Jonathan? He's not on the Kings anymore, is he? He might have retired. I think he's on the or is Vegas he... now. Or something. He's back I'll see his stickers. No, he's on the Rangers. Oh, you're right with uh, Shesterkin. Sorry, we're getting too hockey nerdy now. Oh, my gosh. Um, back to the music. How was he with stickers, by the way? Is he, can he do stickers? <laughs> I haven't talked to him since I was 10. So. <laughs> Again, we have a rocket scientist in our presence. Yeah, tell We're us talking about you. these, like, you know, little tiny subjects here. Let's break some news. Did we land on the moon? Let's crack this nut. Is that is that fake news? So, so we have telescopes, and you can look at the moon. Okay, and you can see things. Okay, so we're, we're telling the company to land this. Is what I'm hearing. Do you, okay. Do you guys know the other band that I know of with a rocket scientist in it? I know you guys know the band. You've probably seen the movie recently. Talk about Queen? There you go. Oh, yeah. He's in the right. Yeah, he actually works at APL. Does he really? Mm-hmm. Currently. In our space department. He's not, like, retired? He stopped the propaganda. Yeah. I mean, works. Like, he'll... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, the he London, will, he London office. He will come to APL. He has a... a he, I don't know if he, like, retired, but he... How was he has stickers? an office. <laughs> Is he... Can he make stickers <laughs> with stick, that machine? Stickers on satellites. I, I think he imagines stickers and they appear in front of him. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he's Brian May, so. <laughs> Soon, and then the tickets are like 600 bucks. Yeah. Where's he playing? In um, Queens. Whatever, like, it used to be First Mariner Arena. I don't know what it is. Yeah, like Rofo Arena. Yeah, it used to be that. We tried to play a Queen song recently. How'd that work out for us, fellas? There. We're going to get there. You think we're going to get there? We're two for four. We're going to get 
Are we sure well, about that? How's it? Yeah. How's okay. it? The pressure's on your shoulders as a rocket scientist to write the next Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> Ooh, there you go. All right. Or at least the guitar part for it or something. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do a do a piano one with. Uh, oh, it starts with yeah. piano. Yeah. So there you go. Huh? It's no joke. He knows like music terms like like treble clef and measures. Do you have a <laughs> Do you have a clef tattooed on your butt cheek? <laughs> oh, I can find uh, out. I may or may I may or may not know someone. Who... The night is also young. <laughs> oh. We by the end of this podcast, we can Side make check. that. Yeah, <laughs> Side check. <laughs> Has anybody ever gotten a tattoo on the podcast? Not yet. That would be another Harbor Boys thing to do for sure. That would... I think they. I think if I was at their house, they have like a tattoo gun. That they... What makes the Harbor Boys out? They sound like a lot of fun. They are okay. dangerous people. Okay. Keep your distance. <laughs> <laughs> we may need to ask if we can just open for them just based on their general lifestyle you know uh, you'll have a good time just get ready for some Jameson <laughs> for sure that sounds fun to me yeah yeah so it's funny alright so general topics have been covered you have a show coming up you have a show coming up this Friday Fishhead Cantina Birthing. We, we covered, covered birthing. We covered drumming. Drumming. We, we covered, covered rocket, rocket science. science. Yeah. I think we covered. Well, I think we can dive in. And whether or not it's or. real. Yeah, a little bit of hockey. Maybe maybe too much hockey. But uh, you don't even know. You don't even know. We could really keep going on that one. We're not going to expound on that. Is there any more band drama? No, we settled. Is the there random? Let's get it out of here. We, we need more Smashing Pumpkin songs. Oh boy, <laughs> there is a. I, I don't write in. I don't write in Island. Coming in here. But in the end, I, I need to know he's the one of the best singers from the night. Oh come on! I actually don't enjoy Billy Corgan's voice. <laughs> Billy, and that's the host of the podcast saying that. Lisa. Oh, wow. So apparently. So I got a hot take right here. Apparently, rocket scientists ain't that smart. Take that, part-time rock star listeners. Wow, music yeah, is subjective. I don't mind their music, but the voice gets me. I actually like. We play yeah. one pumpkin song, which is called "Only One." Too bad. Which is Cherub Rock. Cherub Rock. Yep. And I like when we do it better than when the pumpkins do it because the regular Billy Corgan does, does not, not sing, sing it. it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely makes sense. I hope he's not listening. Is he a listener? Have you had him on your podcast? Billy Corgan? I mean, now we can get canceled. So. Yeah, he's not he's not doing it now. Sorry, man. If he, once he hears this episode, he's gonna be like, We talking shit about me. No, yeah, I just thought I had you talking shit. <laughs> Easy on the microphone there, buddy. I'm gonna have to everyone's, everyone driving in their car right now or lead singer <laughs> screaming into the mic, imagine that. That's another hot take. Is. No, I just that, that, that right there. This, oh. this episode's been full of them too. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. I think the especially the placenta um, cannibalism argument is something that never crossed my mind before. Oh, good. So. I think that's something to to. I, I will say digest. I mean, dad joke. Aren't you so happy you came over here from your uh, uh, time for me to leave? Your house. Oh, it's ten thirty. 
You so, can get canceled with all of us. It's fine. Important More band, the merrier. Important band topic. Our burger is a type of sandwich. That is, that comes up at- We have not come up week. with the correct solution to this one yet. Wait, what's your guys' like favorite band food after a gig? We go to EC Diner. Yeah, that's our- that's our uh, The one off 40? Yeah, that's sort of yeah. the the standard for us. And if they're looking to sponsor a band, we're we're open to it. And again, that's probably because that's like the only place in oh. Howard County that's open yeah. after a gig. So again, they're open till twelve on Saturdays. Wow. So around here, that's the latest thing that's open. That is crazy. Also, checkers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, checkers we went to we don't go to there because after a gig, um, and I forget. Which gig? I think it was a Brookfield Beer Farm gig. That can't be it because it was too late for that. Sonoma's? Okay. And it's the only place open, but it's also the night that Fish was in town. And so at 1 a.m., the checkers line is freaking Oh, my lord. Yeah. All the fish goers were in There's like one guy in there, and he's like having a heart attack. Yeah, Fish Ed Cantina this Friday. I might have been at that fish show. <laughs> yeah, the one at Ray. You had checkers. Well, you had checkers that night. No, I left. I left. Line. The cool thing about fish is that it's like an old-fashioned opera in the sense that, like, like there's a uh, um, a halftime. Oh, really? Yeah, they do like one intermission, intermission, yeah. halftime. It's like a play, so it's cool. There's a halftime, which is I found a great time to leave. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've had enough, or you've had something yeah. else to do. <laughs> I didn't take any psychedelics that night. So that, so, so that was, was that. So, bored. so what was that? Like one or two songs, and then it was halftime. Yeah, it was about four songs, probably. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, hour and a half, four yeah. songs. Like, yeah, was yeah, like, that makes sense. I got the experience, you know, like sort of. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's that's sour checkers for us because the line was too long for that. You know what else sour checkers for us? The guy that came from the fish concert that was talking to us for what seemed like the duration of a fish concert about <laughs> fish. Yeah, and we're like, you know what? We're just trying to get like a patty melt and leave. Can we not talk about this right now? I know that they made an ice cream with Ben and Jerry's. That's fine. But can we just not talk about fish anymore? That could be an entire set. We don't have that. Like, or we don't have that kind of time. We don't have that kind of time. Yeah, we've been anything. You play three hour gigs. Like Green Day songs. It's like, wait, that we can play that really easily, but it also doesn't fill any time. So we've made no progress. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Fish song would do that. Who annoys the ch- like between the the four members? Who annoys who the most, especially on lean, stage? I'll, I'll just lean back and let all the air, the fingers point at me. Go ahead, go ahead, gentlemen. <laughs> I think uh, if you were to, should I close my eyes? My guess would be the pair that has the most annoyance between the two is Josh annoys them the most. I don't know which one. <laughs> I like how you're not involved in that equation. Yeah, I like. Wait a second. I'm going to assume that. <laughs> but I, I'm open to hearing the the truth here. Let's get it out. This is the time. This is this is you know what this is like. Disagreement. You know what this has turned into. This is like one of those you're talking over shows. the bass player again. <laughs> this is this is like one of those reunion shows for like the Desperate Housewives. Like, can you believe that Candace said that about you at the? At at the luncheon, you know, but go ahead. You were saying that I annoyed you the most. I was going to say, the, from a music taste standpoint, uh, the the lead guitarist and the bass player, we like Nirvana, Smashing Pumpkins, and Earlier, that can be grunge, uh, grunge harder rock, Metallica. <laughs> so that's 
there's a music a little music divide, but we 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 accept the. So Josh can't sing Metallica, so that pisses you off. <laughs> well, there's there's multiple layers to it. <laughs> also, if you ever want us to get a play a song, tell Josh he can't sing it, and we'll it'll be in our next set. <laughs> I, I I work really well on like reverse psychology, and the band has learned that a lot. Like we'd love to play this, but we know you can't do it. Yeah. So we're we're it's not gonna make the set list. We know that's true. It's like all right, golf balls well, on your shoulders. Yeah, that's the mighty mighty weight. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> and yours too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus all the pedals you have. God, you're so annoying. Yep. Well, I've got to have like sixteen wall pedals if we're playing Metallica. So. Yeah, I heard you yell about it. You're you're the guy with the massive pedal board. You're not even the rocket scientist, right? More than one. Pedal well, you don't know what I can do with that pedal board. All right. So, <laughs> I, hey, there's Jason a lot. Of, a, a there's a lot of PhD, stuff I can use. So. SpaceX has been in contact. Oh, I know Jason's smart as shit. That's why he shuts up. No <laughs> 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 comment. One of those pedals I have is just to like put a pre-ordering for Patty Melt at Easton Gardner. <laughs> It's so, like one of those Amazon buttons. Yeah, it's, that you... yeah, it's a Am- it, yeah, exactly. It's just an Amazon Go button. Quite, quite frankly, for EC Diner. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I feel like we covered a lot of pressing issues. We aired about. Did we? Did we air them out? Did, did we get the what was your on? question? Which band member annoys the, the other one yeah. most? I don't know that we covered that. I mean, I think it was decided. Me? You. Everybody annoyed. I, I annoyed everybody. Okay. Annoy just one person single-handedly. You just annoy the band collectively. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So as we mentioned, maybe in, maybe a band has never broken up on the part-time rock star podcast before, but this may be a first. Well, sometimes a band can bond over their mutual hatred of one person. That's what we've band. been doing for years. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So you're actually driving the ship. I'm glad that I can provide that service to you all. You should see our Discord. <laughs> you guys are on Discord. Hell yeah. We have we. That's how we do all of our band. And apparently, they have a private Discord. That's right. That I'm. Not, okay. That sounds called the Not Josh. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you want to invite the you know listeners of the podcast? Maybe to that. But you. Yeah. Okay. That sounds. You don't that's think fine. that every band has a private chat. <laughs> individual members if there's four so people there's know. four private chats correct <laughs> yeah then uh and you believe what that fucker said you sir have another thing coming well this is news to me but <laughs> and illuminate. i am offended i'm happy to illuminate <laughs> I, um my singer calls me uh retarded yoda retarded yoda mm-hmm. is there a backstory there I mean, I've pretty much explained it throughout the duration of this podcast. Yeah. I'm here for, like, wisdom occasionally. Okay. But it's not always going to be, like, the best wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I'm, can you, like, move stuff with your mind? <laughs> well. Not in a good way. Telekinesis has not been my specialty thus far. But one of the biggest things that annoys me with sports games, which I was just at the O's game, so that's why it reminds me. I wish we could just have one event like a sporting event like that, but no sport, no music, and sobriety, and everyone just focus collectively and channel their energy into telekinesis and try to all collectively move the second base. Should we try that right here? I don't think we have enough people. Could you 
you could do that at a sports event, though. You just have to tell everybody. I, right, but I don't think anyone well, would because they're all stretch, drunk. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it. instead of the seventh inning stretch, everybody, you know. It's an experiment yeah. that I've always wanted to try if I was ever a pro sports owner. It's something I think about all the time. I'm sorry. How, I, I you think you're on Think about it all the time. Can you elaborate? Anytime I go to a pro sport event. Okay. Like, I was your say, yeah. Is this like a what, every hour? <laughs> well, I think about telekinesis a little bit, but the CIA, I think, has already tried it mm -hmm. and they've kind of like disproven it. They've tried it at a sporting event. I don't think so, which yeah. is why I think we need to like get to the bottom of this. And you know where the audience can try this? This Friday, from 8 to 12 at Fishhead Cantina, the 22nd of September, the Viper Brothers. You can try to move us off of the stage with your mind while we try to move you with our melody. Rock and roll 90s and 2000s covers. All right, well, here's another question. Who in the band needs to move more? I think all of us. Maybe except for the drummer. I'm locked in place, and I try to do the best I can. Yeah, so it's really on you three. Yeah. Yep. Who needs to move more? Yeah, the they band. all raise their hands. <laughs> so, so for the I'll, I'll throw myself in there, too. I, in a lot of respects, I'm locked into the, the microphone, but I think I can move a little more as well. I think there's, for me, there's a balance between like playing a challenging part of a song and not totally screwing up, but then also trying to, like, move around like a rock star so yeah someone i play music with and i don't advocate this to anyone and i obviously won't name, name, name names he likes I to drink. i thought that's what this podcast was for true it often is yeah um well he's he goes by the cocaine cowboy so you're talking about chris christie that's <laughs> a little bit larger figure in more ways than one but um for being as large as he is i don't understand it but um yeah, a little cocaine, a little like tequila, like half a bottle or more. Okay. It'll get you moving. You'll be moving. Can and, you play? And he kind of cannot at that point. But he's <laughs> what, what instrument does this cocaine cowboy play? This uh, may or may not be former New Jersey governor. Oh. Well, that's uh, classified information. But <laughs> if you come to a show, you can probably figure out who it is. Okay. <laughs> what kind of show? Hollow Truth Show? Big Laird Band Show? Uh, Big Laird. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Roger that. So sometimes a little lubrication. Okay. Gets the gets the juices flowing. But and that's something, Brett. I wanted to say I appreciate the last um, at the part part time rock star fest. That that was some constructive feedback. I remember you and I were chatting for just a second. You you suggested we could all like move the hips a little more, and then you gave this great demonstration. Like oh yeah, for like the nice was hip was, gyration. Oh yeah, it was. Which I think it was moving and grooving that night. I, I, yeah, I totally agree. I yeah. don't know that I saw that, but I think yeah, that you should have. I, I'd be willing to see it I wish this was a video podcast, so yeah. we could yeah demonstrate. Talking about gyration tonight, so I, if we want to bring it full circle, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> so when can I do more movement? Like, there's a couple. Well, the drummer's kind of excluded. Then open yeah, with just guitars. Can I go out in front and just start dancing? While you you're... need to do yeah. Well, that's all. That's always allowed. Can you do some more like uh, stick twirls? Yeah, stick twirls. There's always and... a risk that I drop my stick. What's you got more sticks? Yep, that's true. I could throw sticks at you. That's that that's fun. true. You can bang one off his head if he's not saying it right. <laughs> That'd be fine. You gotta get to the level of uh, that YouTube video. This drummer's oh, yeah. at the wrong gig. Yeah. 
That guy's yeah. great. ZZ Top song. Yeah. 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 That's, I don't know how he's doing all that stuff. <laughs> the, he's, he's like, try as a drummer to be as background as possible. Really? But not, not from a really volume. Really? Or really? Showmanship perspective, but from or like tempo. Our tempo. <laughs> I, but I try to or play like perspective. I try to play right down the middle. Like I just try to play the song, yeah, and let you guys be be stars. I guess I'll be a little showy. Tonight. How's that work for us? Uh, poorly. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> we have fun. <laughs> well, we'll find out at Buelltoberfest. We'll have the uh, we'll have the Oktoberfest kegs flowing. We'll have a few hours uh, and times that warm up before the beer. Yeah. yeah. Are you getting old school like wooden kegs that you <laughs> tap that you like hammer the thing in and then the beer flows out? Everybody's got the stein underneath as the we will have as the stein flows out. But we are uh now we're exclusively just getting Steinhardt beer. Tell me about the Stein holding contest. What, is that a thing? What did I see this? I've never yeah. heard this. What is this all about? You just take a full stein of beer. Yeah. And it, I guess it only weighs like five pounds, but if you ever try to hold one in, directly in front of you okay, for any measure of time, it's not that easy. So the first one to spill where yeah, or drop your space. Oh, it's not just that. Yeah, I was talking to Dylan about that too. It sounds like there's been some we have a suspect of, strategies in the past. Yeah, it's a long, much longer conversation. We have an old podcast dedicated to that. Oh my God, I, I don't want to step on any uh, toes here, there has but to be a judge. I think you do like yeah, performance enhancing drug testing. Does everybody, you know, everyone should do drugs, but if they turn up clean, they're disqualified. Okay, that that <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. That's fair. Like That's fair. You got all it out straight, but like. That's a qualitative measure of like how how straight is it and is it falling down or are you like contorting your body to get it straight and then gotta yeah you gotta have a judge there yeah yeah so it it hurts like for sure it's not as easy as it sounds people get into it has anybody ever died you are fascinated with this death subject <laughs> well, I'm just I'm uh, trying to get no to one has died. trying to get to the heat of the meat here. has anyone ever died at a Viper Brothers gig I don't think so well you know what we still keep trying hey. People have an opportunity this Friday, the twenty second of September. That's the thing. Brent gets this turned around in time, which is <laughs> that's true. That's really tight. Really uh... I, I released this on the twenty fourth for you guys. <laughs> uh, we'll have more gigs. That's true. It's always more gigs. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> maybe after some of the feedback we get tonight, maybe this is it. Maybe this will be our finale show, the twenty second of September, Fishhead Cantina. Yeah. Really, what it comes down to is the wives' feedback. So, I mean, that's really the deal breaker. Yeah. Once you get that feedback, still I mean, here. you're still here for now because this shit hasn't been released. <laughs> but not the once it comes out, I mean, game over. It could be. There could be some murders. You said you were at practice. What were you doing talking on a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought you were putting the kids to bed, reading them stories. <laughs> They're in Why are you out here by this campfire <laughs> drinking beers? They're in bed, I swear. They were when I left. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. All delinquents. All of us. Except for the rocket scientists. Calmly. Not even drinking water. Just There's water up in the ocean. There's cool water from there. And then there's rocket scientists and also robots. The yes. water. Quietly judging. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Adam is very um, is quietly judging meticulous either. with decision making. He judges us with his eyes. Many of them mm-hmm. made decisions 
need a spreadsheet in order for the decision to be fine. Wait, what? Decisions don't use spreadsheets? <laughs> <laughs> or equations? I, I use my gut to decide things sometimes. But How can we Adam calculate not, a yeah. set list without an algorithm? <laughs> <laughs> I, I use my gut, and I've got plenty of uh, yeah. Are you a band that like fights when you deviate from the set list? We don't usually deviate from. The oh, set there you go. No fights. Don't do it then. Don't do it. Don't do there it. There was one time where, like, I think you played with us once, and that that you know, you, I, you're the only yeah. other honorary Viper brother. How like, does that feel? Feels fucking awesome. Oh, really? Okay. Excuse <laughs> me. Oh, that that obviously with, on the cake with that with that gravitas. Um, <laughs> The fifth Viper brother, yeah. right here, hosting this. That podcast. was us, and I think there was a time where somebody, like, we did an encore at Clarksville Commons, which was kind of fun because it was not yeah. really the type of place where you do an encore. No, it definitely was not. Yeah. We added a song. It's not really changing. What's your encore song? Do we have an encore? We have an official one. We weren't not an encore song. I think we put it in the set. It was Josh going through his binder one by one. Like, what are your feelings uh, on Freebird? Yeah, yeah, my trap, my trapper keep. That's fair. Freebird? Would you play Freebird? Yes. I don't know. Some people get a lot of bit out of shape about that subject as well. So where did that originate? The whole requesting Freebird from a band. I mean, I would... I assume it was the greatest song ever written. I mean, once bad, upon a time, but but no one requests like Bohemian Rhapsody or Beethoven's. Those are Saturday, of, so. uh, Beethoven's 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 Um. Or like L- Little John or something like that. Yeah. So it was just decided. We got a request. Mix. How about this? What's the craziest request you've ever gotten? Because we got a request to play a Rihanna song. Have you ever gotten a request? Tin that roof. was at Tin Roof. Yeah. Yeah. Play a Rihanna song. Like, have you guys ever gotten a request? S&M by Rihanna. S&M oh, by, nice. by Rihanna. Have you guys ever gotten a request to play something that was out, like, Totally out of genre. We all have yeah, like, That's our rule. Okay. If we have an internet connection, of course. <laughs> if we don't, can't look up the chords, so we're out of business. Yeah. So we're completely technology good, no, no, no. Next time we come to the CD, it's just interesting to me. Somebody, somebody in the audience of a Viper Brothers show will we'll play in, you know, Tonic and Temple Gin Blossoms and STP yeah. and that kind of stuff, and it's like, play Rihanna, S&M. It's like, what about... Four white guys from Western Howard County. <laughs> you could makes you want to think that. So th- this goes back to my original argument. Know we were white until then. That is true. That, that is true. A lot of people are colorblind. That's a good point, Matt. Yeah. Colorblind. But it also goes back to my original argument about hip gyration. Ooh, <laughs> and how you need more of it. Yeah, that is and true. Gyrate you your hips while you're singing it. Do you think the uh, fact that we're from Western Howard County impacts our ability to gyrate our hips? We've talked about burger. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, amongst between the four of us, there are the amount of PhDs going around this campfire, and the amount of kids that the Viper Brothers have. (laughs) Well, wait to have kids, there had to be some gyration. Well, so there is also artificial insemination, (laughs) you know. So you don't know how all these kids were made. It's true, adoption, everything else. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I guess I can see it now. You guys do kind of play. These eleven kids were tested. The kids were adopted. You give off the vibe that maybe you've never had sex with. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> is that what people say at a Viper Brothers show? You guys, based on your stage presence, 
You guys give off the vibe that you're all virgins that have all had the sex. Like it's like the 40 year old virgin had a thing. Thank you, America. You can see more of that this Friday from 8 to midnight at Fishhead Cantina. It could be your shtick if you start off like Is really, that a good shtick? Like robots? But no, if you like really break out of it. Okay. Like if at first, like that's how you start. Start out all stiff and then. Yeah. You know, and then you like. Work your way no, we, we shouldn't start out all stiff. Is that where? <laughs> no, I, oh. I think you should. Oh. Not in the giggity way, but like. Yikes. In like the kind of. Yeah. We're going to need to explore this stuff. We'll have more. to learn how to not be stiff after. Uh, you know, I, okay, I, let's I, move on I, quickly. I've, I've seen the solution. It's usually chemically solved. Yeah. So, not that hard. Shots, guys, Friday night. <laughs> Shots. Shots. How well you play the songs afterward. Yeah. Kind of depends. Or set two, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Set three, you know. Who cares? Get her going. There you go. Uh, excuse me. Do you edit out the burps <laughs> as a question? Just as a just as a side note. Because like, there's been a there's been a couple the tonight. <laughs> yeah. Barney. Yeah, Barney. It's kinda like that. My apologies to the listeners. Oh, that's Especially okay. these live podcasts. Don't you think they name it they're in for though? They're if they're no. coming back, they know they're in they're in for the I, Brett show. Actually you guys should know that uh maybe it's an honor, maybe it's a dishonor. I don't know. But I usually do video chats. Oh. So it's pretty rare that I come out in the flesh. Well, thanks for coming around the campfire to do one because, you know, there's a lot more, uh, a lot more things flying. Well, you almost died tonight from the fire pit. I did get burned. Yeah, I think it was only first degree. Yeah, so we're good. Are you gonna invoice us for your laptop? Is that is that still working? I, again, the M2 just came out, so if it stops working, you know, I, I feel like that was user bill. error. That was on you. That was not on us. Well, if the embers landed in the hard drive somehow. Maybe so, but we've got a rocket scientist to fix that. That's good. (laughs) Can I have that as my ringtone? When I get a text, I want your belch. (laughs) Oh, it's my wife. (laughs) I worked with this guy. I think he was a sociopath, but like anytime his wife texted him, it was like, a retard is texting you, and it would like go off. Oh, that's and nice. that thing went off like two hundred and forty times a shift, if not an hour. That doesn't seem like a foundation for a successful relationship. His wife could have been his boyfriend, or yeah. just someone. Maybe it could have been a side check. Am I right? It could have been a side check. That's right. Um, it was someone he was close to, obviously. Okay. Yeah, but it went off, like, yeah, relentlessly. And I was like, first few times, it was kind of funny. And then I was like, this is getting really sad. Yeah. Really sad. The like, gimmick get the gimmick gets kinda old quick. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. But as someone you've you know, I, I did like not to, to drag the podcast did, down, but that's someone you've chosen to spend the rest of your life with. No, I just I, I use that strategy for Jason now when he texts me. Because he only texts me like once in a blue moon. You and me both. So anytime he texts me, it's really Fred, long. I need something. <laughs> it's like a complete idiot has texted you. And that's what we have. And he's like, I've got an idea for the set list. It's like, oh, okay. Can you do that with Discord? <laughs> oh, that's a good time. What gripes do you have about the band, Jason? Now that we're getting all the... I can tell you about frustrations. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk. It's a little frustrations, fr- band, sexual, what, whatever <laughs> frustrations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a little frustrated with our ability to get gigs coming coming up here. We we've got nothing except for Buell Toberfest on the horizon. You're welcome. 
Uh, thank you. Yeah, it was kind of. You won't be getting paid. You won't be getting paid. No, we're not getting paid. So you're welcome. But again, again. <laughs> we don't do it. The, we don't do it for the money. It's motivating for us to just keep doing that. Yeah, but you are the closer. Yeah. And Dylan said, it well, "Hang on until Homeboy from the Country Show shows up, because Rude Harris." No. <laughs> you have to elaborate, but continue. Yeah, the the, uh, the rock and roll country star that's oh, doing the country. Yeah, well, I I feel like we're gonna lose the headlining gig if he's available. You most definitely will. Well, okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. But, so mean, we're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. lose we're, gonna lose a, yeah. we're gonna lose a non-paying gig. So oh, continue, Jason. <laughs> it's uh let's see the fresh the most frustrating thing is that we can't spend a lot of time doing this and so our ability to like add songs to our set it it just takes months to like to to get it to the point where we're so wait you guys practice songs before you play them <laughs> we do we is that where we're going wrong <laughs> and I also does it does it show does it show that we're practicing before we, we definitely practice every song before we perform it that's cool. And we do not... Um, it's cute. Yeah, when, and we actually will not play them if we don't play them well enough in practice. Damn. Yeah. So who decides... <laughs> who decides, uh, like, you know, if it's not good enough? It's kind of a... Again, this goes out of the democracy. We kind of all have to agree that it's ready to ready to roll. And There's not, like, an algorithm that decides it for there you? There is, and it's, <laughs> it's voting. Bring <laughs> the spreadsheet out for that. Yeah. No, like, so the one we've been working on for the longest now is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. And oh, so you are playing a Queen song. Well, we're not, because it's not ready. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you playing for Beale's Hoberfest? We'll play it there. You better. I want to hear Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, if you do that, we'll bring the house down. I feel like we need to bring out some Halloween songs. Also, Silverfest. Another cover band on the show has sung Bohemian Rhapsody a cappella on the show. That's... <laughs> All together. Ridiculous. How was it? With one vocal part? Four. Oh, sweet. They attempted a four part harmony. I, I like how you see they attempted. Yeah. So you can go back and listen. What episode number was it? <laughs> to me? <laughs> uh, I will find it for you. It was Hot Tab Limo. <laughs> the greatest damn cover band in all the land. Hang on a second. We're a cover band too. And we're not. <laughs> the, 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 the point is the effort. <laughs> So we've been putting months now. I was on travel a lot this summer, so they did a lot of practicing without me, and obviously they're not going to make a lot of progress without me. No, that was amazing. We need drum machine, the drum machine. And it's really important that the drummer is there. Drum machine. Anyway, and some of us believe that we could play it this Friday, but some of us don't, and so we're not. That's where we are. Sounds controversial. There goes to the frustrating point of, like, we're a democracy, and so if if someone's not comfortable, we're just not going to go for it, but... One of the crowd like democracy is messy. We saw what happened January sixth. We don't need to re. <laughs> we don't need to. We don't need to re. You know, investigate those events. Sometimes that kind of stuff happens. What Same with the Clyde like Brothers, right? It, though, what if it's rocking? Yeah. What if Brett comes? He's like, play a Queen song or else. And we'll <laughs> say, okay, thank you. All right, here's another Stone Temple Pilots song. <laughs> what if I get up there with a the guitar and start playing? You know, oh, we will rock you. Well, we don't know that song, so you're going to be on your own. You know who always knows every song? The drummer. That's they right. Play the beat. <laughs> that, we've found that, too, because the drummer has no, often said, like, the drummer has often said, is it so hard? It's like, that's every song. I go halfway through a song. It's like, what song are we playing anyway? <laughs> oh, we're playing that song. Sorry. It's the same drum beat. It doesn't matter. You ever turn? 
Josh's vocals off and your mother. <laughs> you better than that. I don't. I usually listen to the master mix in the in the and they're over my. If he turned my my vocals off in the monitor, he would still the hear house me. would not. Hit yeah, no. no, he would still hear me without a mic. Anyways, he would tell just say it loud. He'd be like, "All right, that's he's there's... clipping in this podcast." So you can tell. That. Yeah, exactly. Brett's going to take a. I'm lead. still listening. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna. Okay. Thanks for thanks for blowing my spot up. No problem. <laughs> but for those listening in here, Brett's taking a leak on my kid's playset right now. He's pissing on the slide that my kids slide down every morning. Red dot above my house, man. <laughs> yeah. So what other controversial things have happened to this band though, over the course of years? It's, I mean, Where to begin. We sh- also struggle with like, we don't get a lot of opportunities for gigs yet. Um, but even when we do, it's hard to like, you know, we're four. Family men that have jobs and families, and it's hard to get to the point where we've established like, that. Yeah, we've we've got who can do this Friday night? It's like not usually, maybe one of us can, and that yeah. that's it. So our ability to pick up like last minute opportunities is very low. And I think that's especially important in a younger band. Like, kind of, I I would say we all the ability. Oh, that's debatable. What does that mean? We're not a young band. <laughs> We're old people. Not young, not you don't need to get our. So this is also a, a PSA. Everybody, please get your prostates checked. Um, for those listening out there, when you get up a certain age, it's important to take care of your health, right? Just like us, the Viper Brothers. But no, it's a it, it's a good point. The ability to just pick up a random gig, right? And um, yeah. Our, our ability to do that with the stuff that we've got going on is um, not as, yeah, not as, we're not as able as other bands to be able to just pick up a random Friday gig or a random Saturday gig, right? So, happens. yeah, we've met with like a promoter in the past or like a booking agency, whatever it is, and thought about doing that, going that route just to like help because we can't put a lot of time into just finding gigs, but we decided that it was not like we would just be a burden to them of like they'd keep offering us gigs we'd keep having to say no 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 we would not have that yeah we would not have that reputation of just the band could that can never play so we've been trying to do it on our own and we've had some good success in getting gigs and then we got a drought coming up but um the the, the fish head gig on friday just establish your dominance there the 22nd <laughs> yeah. of september from 8 to midnight fish head cantina come see us Come listen Josh to your favorite like 90s to 2000s here. cover bands. The greatest hits from yesterday and today. This has been on the this gig has been on the books though since like February of last year. So it's like nice. to book well in advance to get things um so that we can make sure we do them. So that, that's a I feel like I'm the only one bearing my soul here about frustrations with the band, but that's fine. We've got no I we've I've, cut pretty deep so far. But you can tell? Should we cut, cut deeper? Let's cut deeper. Let's cut all the way. To, let's cut to the bone. Go ahead, Matt. Give Matt the mic. He wants to cut to the bone. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we gotta try to end on some kind of positive note here. Should we? Um, we don't have to. We how about those Orioles episode? <laughs> yeah, the Orioles are went really well. Do Orioles are doing good. How, how are they? Their Labors are two the Wolverines are second in the country. Okay, boo. Nobody cares about Eagles that. are undefeated. Nobody cares. Coming up. Eagles. Eagles. Oh, the Eagles. Bills. Sports. Don't care about the Bills. And on sports. Sports are always positive. 
That's, there's a big crossover in that yeah. Venn diagram, right? With your, yeah. The weather's nice. This stuff isn't positive. It's only sports. We We've got a fire pit like going tonight. It only almost killed our podcast host three times and only almost exploded his laptop about four times. Yeah. So it's a win. We'll find out if the episode actually airs. <laughs> Especially in advance of the next Viper Brother show this Friday. It could have been a lot. Mates in the night. <laughs> So yeah, thanks to the Viper Brothers for coming on, and thanks to you for listening. The song you're hearing in the background is called Girlfriend. Later. you need to get back in the arms of a good friend and I need to get back in the arms of a good friend cause I didn't know You need to get back in the